Okay, so you're talking about fitness. We're on fitness today. Yeah. Uh, what's up? Podcast four. Number four. Fitness. Fitness. So, um, I've been thinking about... You? Probably squats and then the, the short little bursts just go over... Yeah, fast twitch muscles. Because I've been trying to get back into boxing more. Yeah. Because that... When I was really heavy into the boxing, when we were really heavy into the boxing and the martial arts, is when we were at our peak of our fitness. Yeah. Granted, we were also at the peak of our, like, age. We were, like, 22, 23, so we were a little fucking ripper-armed stallions. But staying on top of that allowed me to have the best cardio of my life, because unlike you, I don't like to run. (laughs) I can, and I can force myself to. I just don't like to at all. I I like... I like running because when I'm when I'm out on the trails, like like I tell you a bunch of times, like I've gone to spots where I'll be running and then like a mile in, there's like a deer or a pack of deer. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool to see the the, the wildlife. Just cool. running on on roads and stuff. That's that's really it's been hurting my back and knees and stuff. So I've been trying to stop doing that as yeah. much. But yeah. That I like running. Running's cool. <laughs> I almost wanted to see you get into that, and I'm surprised you never did, like, uh, kind of mimicking and stealing the style of that, um, is it a Congolese tribe? I have or no idea. Or is it that, the, the guys that are the, the, like, they'll run for, like, days, um, on end, they all run a barefoot or in, like, grass handmade sandals. I saw it on National Geographic within the last couple of years. And they were talking about these people, and they were, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of tribal hunter gathering uh, societies spend all their time walking. Yeah, but these guys run, chasing after the run all over the everywhere. All your food for like a day, multiple days at a time. Stuff That's that crazy. Like kills people, or the stuff that we do for like, oh, I'm gonna do a marathon, prove that I can do it. Like you, you know, in America, that that's like testing your metal. I've done half of that. I haven't done, like, a real half marathon, but I did the, I've done, like, 12 miles, so close to half, 13 miles would have been closer, yeah. after 11 miles, I stopped, and then I'm like, oh, whatever, I'm gonna do one more, and man, my, that, that kills, I'll never try to do, like, an actual marathon, I don't think. Well, they do the, uh, they do this weird, they have a weird candor, or yeah. canter, to their run where it's almost like a little bounce and it's slower than a normal jog but faster than like a power walk yeah and they almost look they make it look effortless it's like a fast space walk that they're doing i bought those uh those five the weird toes the five finger vibrams yeah <laughs> the weird freaking shoes well it's the closest thing you could do to, to, get, to barefoot. get barefoot yeah just i wanted to see what it was like i liked it i liked it a lot I think I might go for another pair if they weren't so expensive. You can only get them online now. Yeah. Because they're weird-ass shoes. People want them to sell weird-ass shoes because they don't sell. Yeah. And now <laughs> so that... you got to order them online. All the fitness stuff is taken off. Every company under the sun is making a pair of those. And yeah. people are buying them, not just one-off, you know, people. Not like, uh, my brother has a pair of, I can't remember what they are, Adidas, I think. But on the bottom it says Vibram. Because they have that, that no... What do you call it? No friggin' rubber on the bottom of the, oh, of yeah, the shoe. Yeah. Like point zero one millimeters or whatever. She's just going to wear through immediately yeah. pretty no, much. No, it doesn't wear through. It's, it's the, Whatever they're using goes pretty good. The problem I had, I I uh, was walking by a door. My foot got caught by like a 
like a nail, and it made a hole in the the shoe. Now the mesh is just ripping apart. So I got a big hole. You can see my feet on the side of the shoe. Yeah, because I had to wear the weird socks because regular socks just won't work in those toed shoes. <laughs> or just take a you know put on a normal pair of socks and start cutting in between all your toes with an exacto knife. That's safe. I've also been um, doing barefoot uh, jump rope for a while. Yeah. And that's been help like strengthening the, the hell out of my feet. I've seen people do it in a, uh, people will like set up a sandbox, like a ch- child sandbox yeah. with a bunch of four by fours and just fill that son of a bitch up with sand so it's like six or seven inches deep mm-hmm. and then start really aggressively jump roping in it and like every time you smash your feet on the ground you're digging into the sand a little bit and you got to do a little bit of stabilization and it's the same principle as when you're smashing your stiffened hand into the sand buckets you just strengthen all those tendons and i'm straight up on top of uh like uh like a basketball court just oh you just go right you just go right over the fence or no you're going i'm at the gym yeah not the yoga but the other one with all the bags but that gives you a lot better of a so you get the sound from it. Yeah, that's you get a, that gives you. You can go faster. Better you can mess with your Plus timing I, and do skips. I'm using like a, a little kid's jump rope that's broke off. Like I don't know how many times the little tips at the end. So I've had to fix it. So it was nine inches, or nine feet. I mean, not nine inches. I can jump. But it's smaller. Elbows. It's Come smaller on. than a little kid's jump rope, and I'm going like speed, speed rope. That's been starting to hurt my feet though, so I'm gonna lay back on going super fast. Yeah, but, or uh, start working on your uh, like your boxing footwork when you're doing it, because when I see when you do it a lot, you're up on your yeah on the balls of your the feet. feet. This is the same reason you know people. It's like you're shortening your your tendon if you like spend too much time up. Well, I do a like a whole bunch of other stuff. Just like, well, I know you do. You do the full extensions on the calf raises and all yeah. that thing on the machine out there. And... I'm doing all all that stuff. Like, but I've been going away from single. Like, I don't, I don't want to do curls and 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 skull crushers and stuff like that anymore. It's just, yeah. It doesn't. It's just you're just working like. It's an isolation. Um, it's a, unless it's I'm a gonna, cosmetic. I'm not gonna be pulling people towards me like, "Hey, come on, come over here." <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not you're not gi jujitsu. If yeah. you were a gi jujitsu, maybe be a that little. would be useful. Maybe because you'd grab someone, pull them in, literally. But, but that's I think even that's more, more of a, and that's a back. Yeah. Pull it. That's what I've been back. doing. Like for arms now, I'm doing pull ups, uh, a bunch of different kinds, mostly like wide. I like doing wide this way. And if I want to do bicep, I'll do close this way. Was that a chin-up? Pull-up chin-up? Yeah. I'll do the chin-ups. But I'm going super slow and um, going all the way down. Like, go all the way down to I'm out, come back up. I only get, like, four or five, yeah. sometimes six on a good day. But I'm going, like, I've been watching, uh, I was watching before the Rocks workout video. Oh, yeah, the Peace one super slow like I saw him super wide friggin pull ups and he's just going like super slow and then back oh and he's just like focus yeah focus just for fun I'm gonna try doing that and like I was getting it like I was feeling biceps triceps I also been doing rows 
for arms. Yes. And I think I'm gonna start doing deadlifts again for arms and just lower body arms. Uh, yeah. Shoulders, and lower body, just not heavy stuff, because I don't need to be messing up my body again. I'm super, super diligent about what I do with my knee, because of that one time I ripped the the tendon on the top from too much knees to the bag. Yeah. No, no more. That. That was that nasty. Hurt bad. That hurt really bad for months. Months. That's how it was with my back, and that's why I lost like s- such a significant amount of weight. Because it's once I hurt down. my back really bad, I just stopped lifting super heavy. Yeah. And then when I stopped for so long, I was it was a combination of getting lazy and being terrified to do it again. Because even when I ju- I tried to jump right back in like six months after it happened, you get to like a, a mental block kind of thing going. And. Even just, like, unracking the weights at what I was lifting six months ago, I felt, like, right where I had pulled in my back, like, quivering. Yeah. Like, it hadn't pulled, but it, it was just quivering. And I knew that if I had actually gone into that full squat, it would have been like, whoop, nope, we're going right back out. And I would started squats again. Um, but, like, I'm seeing these hot chicks. Super, like, they got to be 120 pounds. Or less, doing like two plates and stuff. And oh, yeah. That's like, it's all I can do. I'm doing sets of like, or trying to do sets of twelve, five to six sets of twelve. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a lot, but they're like doing the same thing I'm doing. I'm like, like how are you getting it up? And like you look like you're having just as as hard of a time as I'm having. You just should be having like a more hard. I don't know. Some girls. Can some girls get friggin', Some girls are beasts. <laughs> squats is all butt and thigh yeah oh my god and if it's alright for you to have a huge ass then, then when you do squats and if that most of that ass is muscle you just, you're right engaging on. all that it's shit right on. we're gonna have girl, we're gonna have girl booties by the end of the summer trying to I, I got freaking <laughs> I got I don't even got muscle butt I just got chunky chunky back like back back lower back down just chunk go in there start doing all the girl <laughs> workouts start doing the, go with like the, the just donkey isolated yeah just the isolated butt machine the the there's the, all uh, different types of squats that they do like i saw same chicks they took um do you know those uh those pads that they have for for raising yeah. what do they call them i don't know what, razors yeah <laughs> risers right well, riser boxes uh they're doing squats on those things i'd be way too afraid I'm doing squats in there to get like a deeper squat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my God. See, I like doing it the safe way where you put those long riser boards. For your butt. You sit down. Uh, yeah, like, and you sit over it like a bike. No, they're standing on it and coming down. Like, oh, nope. I'd rather sit over that bitch like a bike and go right down till I'm on my ass and then just get up from a seated position right. with the weight. If I'm doing that, it's going to go, <laughs> and I'm dead. <laughs> You're dead. He's dead, man down. I'm dead. He's dead, Jim. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I've been doing that. I want to do more just full body workouts, and so I think about picking up kettlebells. I want to get you back but, there and run you through that fast twitch circuit that I'm doing. But kettlebells are expensive, and they're expensive to ship because they're heavy. Mm-hmm. Some people got free shipping. Like I was thinking about getting the gorilla ones that they got on on it or something, but I'm like, I don't got the I don't got the dough for that right now. It's too much. Right now with the curl bar, I put on a real minimal amount of weights. And I treat that like a kettlebell, but because I'm grabbing it by like the middle, yeah, the easy curl, and then um, 
since it's so long on either side, there's a lot of stabilization to go along with it, but you could still do all the same movements. Like, I did the clean. Yeah. And then the... I tried the strongman... I wanted to try the strongman lift, so I, like, went went down with, like, the hand up, and then basically bicep curled it up to here, twisted my arm so it was, like, here, and then just went, like, oil rigger up, and then up, so that my arm was straight yeah. in line with the V of my legs, but, like, my upper body was all, like, out of whack. That's how you gotta do the, um... The kettlebell stuff. You have to like line up everything. There's like a, a form to do it, just like with everything else. You got to do it good. But at the same up. time, the whole thing is going to walk. I saw somebody walk, doing walk, that walk, um, walk. with the. Uh, I think it was like a thirty pounder. Uh, this dude, uh, I was like, oh man, I would do that at home, but oh here it's kind of ballsy because those dudes at the front are going, hey, that's not how you use that. Yeah, they don't, <laughs> like, they don't want anybody doing that shit. I was on that. Um, that machine where you you come out like that and you're pulling a mm-hmm. lot of people grab it with their hand and they're like they use it like a pull you like you're not supposed to do that so everything's yeah. supposed to be you're moving it with their they're doing they're doing like yeah it's like the like a skull crusher but you're just like back yeah. more you're supposed to just like elbows but they're doing like this elbows. reverse curl but the other way they're yeah like this way mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah but I I was doing that and it's like a one. Oh, well, you've seen the machine, and it's a one-system, weight system thing. And the dude came up to me, he's like, hey, do you know you got it? You got weight on one side and not the other? And I'm like, dude, it's one system. And then he, he looked at it for, like, two minutes, like, oh, okay, yeah, I see that now. I'm like, yeah, the whole good. thing it's one, goes to one situation. It's not, like, a separate, I got two, it's one, it's one thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I get it now. <laughs> I lift one bar. All that weight comes up. But yeah, I, that is another one that I still like to do. That's back and shoulders. And if you're doing it right, like, I'll, I, I got my technique from Dorian Yates. Not that I'm trying to do anything like, like they do anymore. Do you like that much. bodybuilder from Kung Fury? Yeah, no, <laughs> no bodybuilding. That's the guy who played Thor? Yeah. <laughs> Your pecs are epic. That's how most of the natural bodybuilders look. But I mean, he was old. But most of the natural bodybuilders look like that, just not old skin. Yeah. Just tighten up the skin more. <laughs> <laughs> old skin all over his fucking old ass body. Huge. Huge oh, no. Norse man. What else have I been doing? Um, kicks. I'm back on. I was kicking with pants on today. And it didn't feel like I was kicking very hard. It was just like. Now, every time I have pants on and I kick, I feel like the pants are taken away from my kick. Really? Like I need to be wearing shorts. And I need to have my bone hit hit the bag to like feel the kick yeah there's something with that padding with the pants on I don't know it's weird you'd feel like you're uh not doing anything at all if you wore the Muay Thai shin guards again yeah Michael wants me to to put those on for when we start training the not the you'll start you'll start blasting way too hard like he wants to I'm like alright okay body and leg okay I'll do that yeah, you got we've, it. We literally you already have. done it. Because if you, it's only new to Michael. If he, if he takes an amateur fight or a pro fight one day, and he doesn't feel that, and that happens, it's gonna hurt so bad. And he did one day conditioning. He was like, "All right, I think I can do it." I did the outside legs. I got to like a medium kick where it was just like the weight of my leg. I'm swinging the weight of my leg, and he's just like, "Oh, 
You good? You can, yeah, no more, no more. But he did a bunch of light ones before that, so. Yeah. He's getting it, it's just, it's so few and far in between. You gotta, like, be up when you're conditioning. You gotta, and I was kicking trees like a dummy, but I got hard-ass shin bones now because of <laughs> That's what I was gonna say, is you kind of have to have that broken self-preservation thing. I mean, we also were, like, 16, 17 doing all that stuff. So. Yeah. But I mean, even when we didn't, you know, even as we got older, we still really grasped yeah. the importance of it and would do it to the point where we were both hobbling around like old ass men. Yeah. Bruised up ass thighs and doing the, um, where you would stand on my uh, core and then I'd do the push ups and then you'd knife edge your foot for the last 10. Oh, Jesus. That was a heavy dude back then, too. That's still 200. Yeah, you're still just all just a fucking well, brick shit house of muscle. I was two hundred, like two hundred something, and then when I came back from college, I was like one eighty. Like I'm one eighty now, but I had a heavy, like chunky one eighty to two hundred fifteen. I would be in between your there. fluctuation range. Yeah, and then I would start doing the crazy running that last year and then that's when I got to 150 and she's like ah yep. run I'm at 150 now <laughs> but it's a one it sits on me well like I don't look yeah you don't, don't look super sick. skinny and stuff when I was 150 oh my gosh everyone's like but that was coming from being super heavy forever one, forever so people then were like when they saw the bone structure in your face that's when people started like panicking <laughs> no everybody's everybody's got cheeks it's it's there they've and been I, there my whole life and i got like big freaking cheekbones and stuff like yeah, i got yeah. huge digit divots all over my face you got the indian face indian face hardcore <laughs> <laughs> native american face excuse native me american, native american face. <laughs> uh yeah like when i went down to texas there's like ah but it's in india uh, he looks like a native american <laughs> yeah like awesome I don't get it. wasn't Jewish this time. <laughs> Hurrah! Well, that's yeah, all you yeah. got in Boston. A friggin' even rabbis. I told you that, right? When I was walking down to... I'm going to school. Uh, and these two rabbis come up to me and start like, um, Hey, we're having a party later. You want to come? We're going to worship. We're going to do all this stuff. There's be food and stuff. Like, well, I'm Mexican and I'm Catholic. And then I was kind of uninvited. <laughs> oh okay well we don't want that we yeah. don't want to have anything to do with that and then there's these other there's a, a couple of girls like hey we're gonna have Uno's pizza we're gonna, we're gonna do like a party at Uno's I'm like I'm from like around Chicago I don't I don't want to I don't want to go to Uno's no thank you I don't want to like <laughs> I grew up on that yeah it's like, I'll, I'll have something what corned beef and cabbage we're in Boston yeah I'm in Boston <laughs> give me some fucking some something. lobster 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 some friggin uh Chowder. Chowder. They, oh, yeah. They're friggin' Down the at best legal. Play, legal seafood. The best place I've ever had clam chowder. That, oh, my God. That, uh, it was like a seafood medley po' boy. It was the best thing I've ever had in my life. It was crab, shrimp, and lobster all on one roll. And for, like, an East Coast chain, oh, my God, is it good food. It is, it's great food. Friggin' some of the best, um, seafood you can get. Well, I'm sure people turn their nose up. Just like if you were at somewhere in the I U.S. I probably should have went to the dock, and then I would have gotten. Or if you go to like a Lone House. Yeah. Or Lo- Lone House. Lone Star. Lone Star. Right. <laughs> people are like, ooh, steak. 
But like, if you went to like a specifically like a steak restaurant, well, Lone Star is specifically a steak restaurant. But like, but like if you went a to smaller steak restaurant, that, like uh, Chicago, and you went to like a, a kind of or Johnny's Chop House around right here. Yeah, Jimmy's Char House uh, in Libertyville, and there's Johnny Johnny's Chop House, and then there's there's another place. But those are like Al Jesus. Capone. No, they Capone's Hideaway. They kind of I think they closed that place down. That yeah. was another steak place. But man. You're paying a lot of money. Oh, yeah. But you're getting friggin'. You're not going to be able to finish that thing. That was, what was it, like $85, $90 for two people the last time I Dang. went there? But I got, I literally had a steak the size of the plate. The pl- and it was like an inch and three quarter, like easy. And the time that I went uh, to Char House, they, uh, I ordered some type of chicken that was literally half a chicken. You come out, you get a half a chicken on your plate. And then I think I ordered pasta. I thought it was going to be like a little bowl of pasta. It was like like a family-sized bowl of pasta. Oh, good lord. I'm like, half a chicken and a family-sized bowl of pasta all for right. one person. Let's do it. So I just took it all down right there. <laughs> do you remember Couldn't when we used to go on fucking food-like adventures? Like yeah. We'd go to Joe's Crab Shack oh or the friggin Famous Dave's. That uh, Famous Dave's awesome. Not there anymore. Uh, steam Pot for two. That Steam Pot was awesome. Oh, my That's God. Everything. They still do that. They still do that there. It's it's seasonal, though. Yeah. And, and then, then the Famous the Dave's, we'd get the appetizer sample, the family-sized appetizer sampler that came on the upside of a garbage lid. All the all the barbecue you can eat. It's everything. So good. It's so good. I mean, we eat barbecue all the time, but still. Well, not... I guess it's cookout. I think... The technical term for barbecue it has to have barbecue sauce or have a dry rub yeah. to be barbecue. We just cook just out. Cooking meat. Yeah, we just cook out all the time. We do a lot of Texas cookout, except for when we do Texas brisket barbecue. No oh. sauce or anything, but that's still barbecue. The brisket. Next week, my dad's birthday, so that might be happening. Friggin'. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Try oh, yeah. to smoke something, maybe. Before I forget, that full fast twitch workout that I was doing. Oh, yeah. It Back was, to the fitness. Back to the fitness. Fitness Fridays. It's Monday. Um, it was front press in the area of tension. Uh-huh. Pop, 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 pop over the back of the head and then behind the head, really pushing the shoulder blades together and then forcing up with the shoulder blades and like forcing my head down. So I'm doing more like a press with just my back. Yeah. And then resting it on the shoulders. And I was doing a like a duck and weave squat so where I'd like duck and weave like I was doing a boxing duck yeah but squat in like a clean squat so it was like a horrible duck and a horrible squat mixed neither were in like good but my back was straight but everything was like yeah and I would do that back and forth a couple times forward backwards and then flip it over the top um bring it to my chest hang over and then bring it all the way down, let it stretch my back out for a second, and then just pull it the first three inches, and then pull it all the way up until my back was tight, and then pull it a couple pulses there. And by the time you've done all of those things in a row, and then you get like a 30 second to a minute, minute and a half break, and just do it again. Yeah. Until you're just dropping it. Jelly arms. When I was, uh, when like, um, what's his name? The vegan... UFC fighter from a long time ago. He was kind of a, a douche. Might have been Canadian. But back then, like after like like college when we were super into jujitsu and all that. Oh, um yeah. 
I was looking at all the UFC fighters workouts and a lot of it was circuit training yeah a lot of it was circuit training well because that's because then you're incorporating cardio into your workout because yeah. if you don't manage your breath while you're circuit training you're fucked that's yeah and you're constantly yeah. doing physical exertion right. like because when you hit somebody and you actually make contact you're doing a, a pushing exercise because if they don't if you don't knock them out with that one hit then you're, you're exhausting pushing. energy in a pushing yeah so every hit, if you can't exert enough energy to push that person, then you're just gassing and gassing and gassing with with your muscles, not with your cardiovascular system. Like you Again, can, I've gotten to the point with you, I remember getting to that point where I couldn't, I can, I had enough breath in my lungs, but I physically couldn't keep my guard up anymore. Yeah. Because my muscles has, had exhausted. That's one thing. Yeah, both of those have I'm to be I'm trying not peak. to do. I'm trying not to exhaust anything. Especially, because now that we're getting a little bit older, that's yeah. when you—that's uh, when stuff breaks, when you, <laughs> <laughs> or tears. Yeah, that's when, if you're if you're thirty or older, don't don't go to exhaustion. It, do, it happens like twenty eight, twenty nine, or at least for me, that's when stuff started to hurt all the time, like especially my neck. And we a have lot good, of, we have a good diet, and we don't. Yeah, like know. keto. I'm keep like straight keto pretty much for like a year, and still. Like, I can't get rid of certain t- certain pouches of fat. It just, well, that's from being big, but still. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it just gets harder as you get older. But then you get, like, there was an old-ass dude in there at the, at the gym in LA Fitness. Um, he runs, like, marathons and stuff. No, it's no problem. Or your your dad's buddy. Who, oh, God, uh, Masmo. No, the uh, the the older black dude. Oh, <laughs> who used to be a professional yeah, bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude's in crazy name. shape. Ernie? Uh, no, it's something like that though. <laughs> what is it? I feel so bad. So Sorry, I was like, guy. "Hey, how's Mike? Hey, let me know. Let me uh, tell Sam. That's his name. <laughs> Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell Mike Sam to ask him what's up. Well, he yeah, still works with him. a Greek guy named Massimo, mm-hmm. who was I like a bodybuilder. Met him once. And Mickey he had clothes on. So it's hilarious. Now that I want to like see his muscles or anything. <laughs> Dig your muscles up, you big Greek bastard. Dude, you got some sick muscles, bro. Thanks. <laughs> Grazie. Or I don't know. I'm not Greek. Grazie? I don't know what they say. Windex. Windex. Oh, that's from the movie. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, what else have I been doing? I'm just in, trying to think. Do you think that the that that really would? Because what my thought process behind the fast switch thing was, is you got the two different types of muscle in your body. You got the fast switch, and you got the slow heavy load heavy load muscles. And you're, it's like the rockets on the engine or rockets on the engine, rockets on the shuttle going out of orbit. You know, the fast switch is that first is what gets you out of the atmosphere, and then, and you then got it's little... the then it's the slow, the big supporting muscle in the rest of your body that, you know, once you make contact with the person, that the person, once you make contact with the person, that can follow through with the punch. Yeah, Jonas. <laughs> Jonas. We got Jonas here. Chef Jonas Corpus. Check him out. You're an awesome chef. Oh, yeah. Um, but I feel like doing those little in the area of tension is amping up and juicing up and sending the messages to my brain from my muscles that like when I'm in that area 
I'm like, God, God, God. Like the the whole Marinovich team, I can't who I can't remember who trains under the Marinoviches. But their uh their philosophies are just like there's a bunch of football players who work with them and there's some MMA fighters working with them. It's all a little fast twitch muscle stuff like um one of the the drills that they'll do is they'll put their feet on a on a, a medicine ball. Or not a medicine ball, but one of those uh um, half medicine balls. No the platform the, on the, the back. The big the big balls that you sit up on, the aerobics ball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll have somebody um hold it and they're just tapping their feet as fast as they can just really quick just to go quick on your feet so I'm taking those kind of things and I'll do like okay fast twitch kind of stuff thinking that stuff I'll go on the on the the cab machines and I'll just do like there's one where you push really quick I'll do about 50 of them or like not till exhaustion but till it starts to tense up and I'll go really quick like bop bop with my points of my toes and then freaking super super like uh flex your your muscle keeping it tense the whole yeah. time that's the other thing that I was, you know i kept everything yeah tight 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 but you had to really control your breath so you know doing those yoga breaths your whole body relaxes in between each mm-hmm. thing but i still wanted to get deep breath and get my blood oxygenated without losing that yeah really tight feeling so i, I was, I I was it, doing I this weird teeth breathing and i was I was clenching my jaw to keep everything together. So I'm, I'm just, I'm looking for more, just things to do that aren't just straight isolate. Because I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder. Neither am I anymore. I'm just trying to get, um, I don't know, stronger. I want, I want to look good and I want to feel good. And that's what I want. My, my <laughs> philosophy has always been donkey strong. Yeah. Want to look, be ridiculous. So <laughs> that's why I go out of my way at work to lift whenever I can. Today I had to carry out a whole bunch of salt, so I just shouldered it. And those are forty pound bags, so if someone buys two, you got an eighty pound carry. You know, flip it up on the one shoulder, take it down, put it up on the other one while you're walking out to the car. Load it in the car. You just did. At least you're thinking about that, so because there's people like probably not rich, because rich was really conscious about switching arms and stuff. But there's just regular people who start working at Ace or any hardware store, and they're. They're like, I, I lift with my right arm. They only lift with the right arm. And, like, by the end of work, like, oh, man, my neck and my back hurt. Everything's jacked out of yeah. proportion. This side's all tense. This is just super loose. Everything's just getting pulled to that side. Just pulling the loose muscles over the side. So you get all, you get all crippled looking. But, yeah, you got you to gotta know to switch and stuff. I stretch. I take advantage of the fact that I'm legally allowed to take 15 minutes to stretch mm-hmm. for my own personal health. Nice. It's just an OSHA thing for everyone who has a job that requires any sort of physical labor whatsoever. You got to watch out what's under those pallets, though, because that one time you oh, put God. a freaking handful of bees. I went, literally went under. We had <laughs> uh, a new pallet of sheetrock, and me and this guy were unloading it because he worked back in the hardware section, stocking all the lumber and cutting up and all that fun stuff. And uh, he called me back there, and yeah. Hey, we, you know, the end of the story. I reached in, I grabbed an entire hornet's nest with my bare hands. <laughs> reach under there, let it go, and then like run away. And I'm like, oh, what happened? <laughs> uh, I killed them, most of them, but they stung me like four times <laughs> each. And my God, thank God, I'm oh not allergic gosh. to bees at all. Man, that would have been terrible. That would have been terrible. It's freaking 
And then right after, after you left for college, I was putting the foam handle over the like top of a lawnmower uh, part. Okay. Because lawnmower, you know, now they come pretty much fully assembled, but they used to be almost completely yeah, unassembled in, in pieces. In the you'd box, have to put it together, put it on the the front and display and everything. Hell yeah! Same and thing with the grills. And the top handle part was just one piece of metal like that. Uh, so I was slipping the foam handle onto it and I was just trying to push it in there and that was a stupid idea because I had a 90 degree bend and it was foam so friction was ridiculous and I couldn't get it on there and they're like we'll just take it off spray the thing down with WD-40 try to put it on again everything will be fine I'm like okay so I'm holding the pipe in one hand and the foam handle in the other and I'm pulling on it and then the foam handle breaks and I just club myself in the face with the lawnmower handle so I basically hit myself just straight in the face with a pipe uh, sl- slam my uh, lower teeth through my upper teeth God. and then my upper teeth through my lower lip so I got a hole in my lower lip I went to Condell, got stitches came back to work that's terrible, was terrible. I stay home. and then no, I got I to experience workman's no, comp, that was also terrible <laughs> no, no good no, that was not a that does not seem like it would be a good day no sorry. And then recently, I hadn't fucked myself up at all with any at work. I just, I just fucked things up. Yeah. Like when I crashed forklift recently. That That's not fun. good. No. No. That's a big, a big instrument. Left the whole uh, mast all the way up because I was putting a bounce house on the very top layer of the warehouse. So I put it up there, and I'm keeping my eyes on it because. We got water pipes over here, yeah. and electrical lines over here, and a gas line behind me. So I've got my eyes on the mast only, and I pull back, and then I, as soon as I'm clear, I divert my attention to where the big, huge ass end of the forklift is. Yeah. Um, so I'm watching that. And I totally forget to bring the mast down. So once I reorientated myself and I was ready to pull away, I just had this 15-foot mast up in the air with forks. And I went, I just went right into the oh, uh, no. heating unit. And the heating unit fell into the forks, and the forks, like, caught it, like, I gotcha. And then I just <laughs> brought the whole thing down slowly as, like, the pipes disconnected. I snapped off the end of a natural gas pipe, and if it had sparks when the heater came down, that would have been it. I would have saw a white oh flash, and that would have been the end of Chris Prosser. That's crazy. Oh, my God. At least I didn't hurt myself, though. Nothing has ever happened to me like that on the job. I've had stuff happen to me like that, but not on, on working anywhere. I've I've had stuff happen, that, but it's usually... That was the only one that was, like, directly my fault. <laughs> like when I worked at the moving company, I had a arcade machine dropped on me but that was the the new guy on the top of the stairs and i was trying to guide it down from below because i was the senior person on the crew at that time and i was like all right bring it down and all i all of a sudden i just hear oh and then like that was it that was i was behind it sliding down you know how like when you slip down a stair but you actually make contact yeah. with the top one, so you just go, whoop, whoop, and you like moonwalk off it. I did that down the whole thing. It was backwards. What the terrible. NBA Jam tournament edition oh my coming God. coming down on me. Uh, what else happened? I worked. That's why you don't shake a 
a pinball machine because yeah. it smashes you. It'll fucking <laughs> kill you. Some guy wanted us, he was in, insistent on taking his old CRT tube TV with him from his old house to his new house. Yeah. So I picked it up by the, you know, people were watching this who don't know what a CRT TV is. The tube TVs, big ones. Uh, these kids today don't know TVs. No idea. Like, CRT, what, what's that? How's a Two? TV hard to hold? The TV's Two? super flat. flat. TVs are flat, bro. No. <laughs> they, they, they had, some of them actually had handles built into the material themselves. They weren't extra that were screwed on. Yeah. They were just divots in this, like, blow mold, plastic, shitty shell. Yeah, I've seen stuff like that. But those t- those plastics weren't high-grade polymers. They were just shitty, regular polymer plastic. So they would harden and degrade over time so i'm holding this whole crt tv and walking up the ramp and i hear and then the whole thing just dissolves in my hand and i'm left with the two grips that i was holding and the whole rest of the tube like just just fell to pieces like erupted the tube fell down smashed on the on the uh missed the ramp thank god otherwise it would have blown glass into my legs because when that tube exploded it was under the gas pressure still so it hit the ground and like bounced because it hit face down blew up and like the the force of the explosion all the gas coming out just boop it popped up a little bit and i was like oh oh." (laughs) that's insane no good no good dangerous dangerous jobs jesus all the time all the time at least I'm not my dad, though, crawling in the holes in the ground and shit. I just have to teach little kids, man. That's all I do. Teach little kids how to funk it up. And and then they give me all their influenzas and everything. Yeah, that's dangerous. Kids yeah. have germs, man. They all the time. Kids they don't are even, germy. They don't even <laughs> look dirty. like they're sick. They're just like, hey, Roland. And then I get home, I'm like, oh, man, why am I sweating? Uh, have you ever seen... Are you um, sick, little Johnny? Oh, yeah, I have a fever. I'm <laughs> fine, though. <laughs> got a fever like 106 what the fuck did you have how are you not in bed how are you alive (laughs) i'm young i'll I'll, you know you know back you know whatever youtube (laughs) great bacteria everywhere in my body i haven't degraded everything have you seen that movie with dustin hoffman yeah rain man not rain man yeah but outbreak where everybody gets the the monkey disease Mm-hmm. Remember, do you remember the first scene with Dr. McSteamy with, what's his name because <laughs> he's in the Dr. movie Dr. McSteamy yeah that dude <laughs> Patrick whatever Patrick Dempsey Dempsey I think hey. so I think it's Patrick Dempsey by the way if you haven't seen Patrick Dempsey's early like 80s have you seen any of his 80s early movies where he's super skinny and like dweeb nerdy looking you need to go check those there's one uh, Senor Pizza or, or Lover Boy, I think it's called, <laughs> where he's like, he makes his deal, where he kind of like prostitutes himself through the pizza place, or he wants to, but when it's an eighties movie, so he doesn't actually end up doing that. He actually like, <coughs> he ends up talking to these chicks and helping them with their marriage and stuff while he's trying to get the girl of his dreams or whatever, <laughs> but. He looks completely different. Like, his jaw is, like, slimmer. It's like they added more friggin' bone to his jaw now. Yeah. <laughs> but, anyway, what were we talking about before before that? Before, because... Tangent. We, Your, uh, uh, outbreak. Outbreak. So, Mr. McSteamy, at the start, he's all super sweaty, 
and like, oh man, I'm dying. My pet monkey kind of bit me, and now I'm like, I'm, I'm oh, like. Oh, I think I do remember now. He's all sweating. His face is all red. And he, he looks like scumbagish. That's what he looks like <laughs> when you get a fever now. That's what when happens you're... when I leave those freaking kids' house. They're sick. <laughs> like immediately, I get into my car, and then I look like friggin' death. Just oh, why? <laughs> and this last time, so everybody in my house got uh, stomach flu. You remember that? I was home for like a week. Everybody got it. And then, which is terrible, you don't even feel like you're sick. You're just throwing up. You're like, oh, I'm not sick. I'm just throwing up everywhere. Out everywhere, out of control. Everybody got over that. Like, it wasn't just my house either. It was everybody in the band had it except for RJ. RJ didn't get anything. He didn't even get the last thing that everybody had. And then this last time, everybody got some type of and for me, it started with that sinus friggin' infection. Mm-hmm. I was just crying all day. Couldn't stop. My eyes just water and crying and stuff. And then, again, RJ didn't get it. And then, uh, friggin', my brother got it. Got something. And my, he, he wasn't having the same symptoms. And then all of a sudden, I started feeling, like, itchy in my throat. And then, that like, I had a, a sore throat for a couple of days. Like a friggin' strep. Like a never-ending cycle. Of getting sick and stuff. Yeah. Which is weird, because we've always had great immune systems. And I'm drinking kombucha and all that for the good bacterias and stuff. Have I showed you the... I the saw it the last recently? time I was here. Like, I just looked at it and I'm like, oh man, he's been... It's been How long has it been? Like, a, months. 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 Plural. Not a year yet, I don't think, but no. months. But that lady, um, the first lady we ever watched kombucha videos on... I uh, used to leave her batches for six months. Jesus. In her pantry. A lot of because like, that's the one dudes you do and that. that's the one we were watching when we were still unsure about how long to leave it the scobies and like what they should look like and what bad is and what's just overgrown. Yeah. And because uh, ours were getting really thick and starting to flower out and mm-hmm. getting like dark brown. Yeah. But the dark well, that's what we were worried about. And if you have kombucha, or if that's you're good. starting it out there, dark brown is good. It's you, it goes from depending on what tea I use. Like if I use black tea, keep talking. They will get dark, dark brown. If I use um, green tea, I get this like it's like white, like to like translate. It looks like a jellyfish. What you get? Are you taking it out? You showing these guys? Yeah. Okay, this is kombucha. It's crazy, crazy so, looking. This is the current batch that I've got going. And I don't know if you could, if I hold it up high enough, maybe you'll get that. that Super clear. All the sediments floated to the bottom, but if you turn it, my scoby is that. I don't know if the light's making it through from the lamp behind me, but it's this thick. And when I got it, it's just little tiny eighth inch disc. And this whole thing is a colony of bacteria. And And yeast. And yeast. And all we're doing. Is giving it sugar water essentially to to eat tea and sugar because right? it needs there's something in tea, like the actual tea plant, the tannins or something. Yeah. That the bacteria is is li- like eating, you're feeding it. Yeah. It's like a living thing. And this one, I feel like, it's still, <laughs> it's not it doesn't bubble or blurp, but. As you can see, it's, it hasn't gone black anywhere yet. There's no green spots. There's no, no red green spots, spots. No red spots, no black spots. It's just really dark amber in some places and brown in some other places, mm-hmm. and that's totally fine. So I'm actually thinking about taking some of that off and siphoning it. Try, try it. Yeah, you can take it. 
siphon some of that off, put it in like another bottle with a little bit more sugar just to get that carbonation going. It's like soda. That's oh, yeah. what I've been doing. Making all th- you've had the like the blackberry ones. Yours is super good. I want to cheat and go get some of that polonaise. Yeah. Uh, drink syrup, where it's like that Polish. Oh yeah. Uh, fruit syrup, but it's not at f- like fruit. It's all artificial flavors yeah, and yeah. sugar, and it's basically just sugar syrup. Like um, grenadine. But if we pour that some bitch in there, that's like all sugar. I wonder if just a shot of that and maybe some. Some fresh tea would bring it to like a really sweet carbonated, really sweet carbonated. When I uh, I wanted to make, make that a vinegar bite still a lemon, a uh, was it? a blueberry lemonade. Yeah. So what I did was took a couple lemons and like a handful of blueberries. This was only for one little bottle. Like if you ever had Grolsch, think a little Grolsch bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, I processed it up with a little bit of kombucha just to to get it going. And I put it back in the bottle with some more kombucha, and I put a whole bunch of sugar in it because I wanted it to be lemonade. Yeah. Like I didn't. I've made some with oranges and lemons before, and it just comes out tart. Like I made a, a orange really ginger tart, one. Vinegary. Oh my god, tart, tart, friggin' stuff. So I wanted like like a lemonade. Like oh, this is a refreshing sweet drink, but not too sweet. So I put like double the amount of sugar into the bottle, and then I let it sit for another like three days. And when I opened it, just friggin' tasted awesome. Um, I haven't had any accidents. If you put too much sugar, when you put it in the bottle, and you pop it open, it goes everywhere. I covered my whole kitchen with one of them, like, uh, before before, uh, Christmas. And then your whole kitchen smells like vinegar and... Yeah, I had to to clean it up all over the place. Mine stopped, like... Technically, you don't it need to switch. It is cleaning agent. It it switched. Uh, it switched flavors on me because I had it going down in the basement. Remember that, for a while, and it was getting like, like a basement smell. So I'm like, I want to get rid of that basement smell because it was eating whatever's down there, the bacteria and the yeast that are in the air. That's what it's getting, and that's what you're smelling when you when you go down there. There's bacteria in the yeast. So I put it up in the kitchen. It's back to that like cider flavor. Dude, you can. Once in a great while, when you stand up, you can get a whiff of it in here, and it is vinegar. Potent. <laughs> potent. Sometimes, when, when mine's ready, because I still do about the week, like 14 days, or that's two weeks, but I still do about like two weeks. Um, when it's ready, you, you walk into the kitchen, and you're like, it smells like vinegar. Like, it's faintly like, like somebody had been cooking with vinegar a while ago. But I'm like, oh, the kombucha's ready. No, this just smells like, yeah. like, once in a while it smells like a combination of vinegar and a little bit like feet. Dang. But in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> the way we use it. It's we weird. Use, we use feet. It's weird. As a noun. But it's no, good and not it's noun. good for you. Verb. Yeah. No, verb's an action. Like the cheese. It's that smells like feet. With, that you put on the corn. Yeah. With the, the friggin' mayonnaise and the, all that. What's that shit called again? Elote. Yeah, or elote. Elote. Right. Elote. Yeah. That's what they call it. Yeah. That's corn. I had some recently. They're just, they're just saying corn. It's not like the name of the dish. It's just... Wait, no. Corn's maize. Yeah, Elote corn's is maize. Elote yeah. is the, yeah. the preparation the Mexican of those one. things. The Mexican one. I can't even think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's some good shit. That's that's another thing we could be eating. Well, no, you can't eat that on keto because corn is just carbs, right? Corn is wheat. Is a, 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 a grain. A grain. It's corn's a grain. Corn used to start off like, like how wheat looks. 
like a little. Oh, it's a starch. Is it a starch? It's a starch, but it's yeah. also grain. Like wheat's a starch too. Potatoes yeah. have starch in them, but no. It's I was not trying to see what it would, what you would classify it as more. But if you look at the actual, like the original corn, what it what, what is oh, what yeah. corn was today? Yeah, it's yeah, this yeah. little tiny like finger length, green thing with a hard. They don't even look like kernels. It's just little hard pieces that go on there, and somehow. This is genetic modification, man. This is GMO. Uh, the Native Americans and the Native Mexicans took it and made it into this plant about that big. Monstrous. Just by big. taking like the biggest ones of the plants and just breeding them. Yeah. And breeding and breeding until they got something monstrously big. So anybody who gets completely GMO, by the way. turned off by the by the term GMO. Mixing plant like the uh when we first started doing the, ah, we probably were doing it before, but when the one of the first um, experiments that we have is from a, a Franciscan monk, I want to say, yeah, who was taking peas, like he took a pea from one section of Europe and crossed it with a pea from another section of Europe. That's genetic modification. Yeah. That's GMO. Right That's there. a human hand interfering with the natural course of what the vegetable would have done on mm-hmm. its own. That's but it has nothing to do with like gene splicing or anything. <laughs> yeah, no. But there is that's the stuff. I don't know if you want to. I you might want to worry about. I'm not, I'm not sure. The future hasn't told us yet. When you see when you see now, uh, genetically modified like fruits, what they're talking about for the most part is making it um, immune to pesticides. That I I did see something like in India since they got all these GMO seeds. That they only last a season. Like, yeah. you grow that seed, and the seeds from that plant that you grew are infertile. Yep. You cannot grow it. And they're, like, it's killing farms in India, and, and families are, like, getting all messed up. It sucks. But if they went back to natural seeds that would come back every year, you'd be also uh, with a severe deficit in crop. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Wouldn't, it's wouldn't crazy. be able to grow enough. But, uh, no, you, were, you just reminded me of that. Um, they were thinking about... Um, you know when you go back to talking about like the paleo diet and a lot of that's a lot of that's super bullshit but the same way the Atkins diet was yeah it could be done correctly but it it's also preached incorrectly for the most part yeah and uh like oh I'm gonna eat as much bacon as I want like they don't wanna, <laughs> no, no 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 not there, there's a lot of sugar in bacon by the way you gotta fucking you gotta even it all out but uh, this one guy talked about it really well, the paleo one, and why you would do it. And he's like, the, people think about hunter-gatherers living off the land. They think about eating all the stuff we eat today, but just finding it yourself. Yeah. He's like, half the plants that we eat today aren't, weren't present in that form 700 years, even just 700 years ago. Yeah. Not even breaking a thousand. Just 700 years ago, uh, what was it? A banana was like, oh, like yeah. that big. I've seen those ones. And you cut it open, and the the black, little tiny, itty-bitty black seeds it's that we have right. now are enormous. The They're the size seeds. of, like, full-on sunflower seeds, and they fill up the 90% of the inside. And you know how when you open a pomegranate, all the seeds are held in by, like, this... Once you pick it by clean, that mesh it looks like a mesh. That's what the banana meat looked like. It yeah. looked like mesh holding in these enormous hard seeds. Those original bananas, right? So the no ones one, that they got. No one was like, eating that shit. If you were born in the 90s, 
you're probably not going to remember. If you were born in the 80s, when we used to get bananas, they were like, they were big. Big yellow bananas. And before that, they were bigger. Yeah. And though those bigger ones, they all died out. That's You can't get that banana anymore. The bananas that we used to get in the 90s and stuff were called Cavendishes. Yeah. And those are dying. Like, we're not going to see those. I haven't seen one in, like... I rarely see those kind of bananas now. Well, going to Danny's house is the first time I ever saw uh, uh, the uh, platanos. They're freaking huge. Yeah, they're big freaking. It looked like a it looked like a cucumber sized. It's like it's banana, a, and it was and it's, green as all high hell. And you gotta wait till it goes like you don't wait till they go yellow. You wait till they go like black because it doesn't really go yellow. It just goes from green to like a brown green to black. She would wait till they go black for like the sweet dishes. That's that's why. I'd, but that's then what for I'd the breakfast it. ones, she would take a green one, and cut it into slices. Yeah. And then put the slice down with a spoon and uh, smash the stones. shit out of it. Yeah. yeah. And then and fry, then fry it. And then you'd have two of those or three of those with you know eggs and chorizo yeah. and all sorts of other stuff. Those are good as hell. That was my, the the best breakfasts. Oh. There's a couple places in the city. Um... It was a really good ass Cuban place that I I can't even I, can't, I wouldn't be able to tell you the name of the restaurant I wish I could, but I can't. But uh, I got these pork medallions. It was just fried pork. It was like taking uh carnitas, just like big chunks of carnitas. Yeah. And then uh, if you don't know what that is, it's, it's pork fried in pork fat. Yeah. Um, and uh, tostón is friggin' monster monster tostone it's super garlicky it was awesome for like 15 bucks though because it was the city that's the only thing I, I don't like you can go to a friggin hot dog place and get a, two hot dogs and a small fry and a drink it's gonna be like 13 14 bucks but if you start getting well I mean you used to have to go into the shitty neighborhoods but now that everything's getting gentrified the, the food carts I was gonna mm-hmm. say they only had food carts in, like, the shitty neighborhoods. Like, people actually selling food on the side of the street. Yeah. And that's where you can get that good kind of food, but a better price. I'd like to see them do, uh, I don't know if they're going to, but, but that, Anthony Bourdain's going to open up, uh, a, like, an open market, how they have in, like, Mexico and how they have in, like, Europe and stuff, where you go to, the, instead of going to the grocery store, you go to the market and you have all these different vendors selling what they've grown or what they're butchering or yeah. anything like that. Just like the one we have in Gray's Lake, except a permanent full-size one. Yeah. But I, I want to go to the Gray's Lake. Sun up to sundown. Yeah. And it would be cool. I'd like to see that in Chicago. It would make me go out to Chicago more. Not that we go play there out a lot, but I don't like... We live, don't stay out there. We live 45 minutes away from there, and sometimes it takes two hours to get to that friggin' place. And, and then there's no parking, and everything's expensive. It's just like, ugh... Why? Why city? <laughs> it's a cool place too. It's a cool place to hang out. Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Anything else though? Uh, like on on fitness. Go back to the fitness track. Um. Well, I asked. I posed the question, but we ended up talking about it instead of answering the question. Do you think that those? Movements are good for for fast twitch muscle memory. Um, they should be. I mean, this like, is all stuff like that, that we can. If you know, feel free to coffee. comment. Tell yeah. us. Those like, the little ones, 
The little short stuff that should work. Well, I I've seen like bodybuilders do little short yeah. stuff. Cause you got like, you that... don't see bodybuilders all everybody going like full extensions. Like yeah. I've seen huge monster people going like. Yeah, in your full and range of getting... motion, there's parts where it's hard and parts where it's not at all. Yeah. So I'm just taking that motion, doing it once or twice fully, finding where the hardest, most difficult time under tension is, and just staying in that range. I'd like to be like a monkey and be able to throw myself around and be 185, 200 pounds. Muscle-ups yeah. and stuff like that. I'd like like to be able muscle. to do it. The muscle guy's freaking huge. I think he's and he on can do stuff muscle, now, but it doesn't matter. He's still he, the the, the oh, yeah. type of muscle he has where he can he can just throw he's himself enormous up. and he can throw his whole body up. Like it doesn't you don't matter. see too many bodybuilders being able to do that. Or maybe no. you do. No, 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 no. You see fitness models yeah. being able to do that, not bodybuilders like Greg Plitt before he fucking ran in front of a train. Who's that one dude we always used to look at? Uh... Greg Plitt was one of them. He was the guy who used to uh, <laughs> hold up the two tractor tires yeah. and. The rock him around his body. The Warren. Branch Warren. Branch Warren. I don't, know if he'd be able to like, I don't I don't know if he'd be able to like throw himself and then catch himself and come back to like the friggin' If he was chicken, he's bartenders. All, he's all dark <laughs> Yeah, the bartenders were sick. <laughs> those some of those guys were like a lot of them were skinny dudes, like, okay, I can see why you can throw yourself like tall but skinny. Yeah. But there's some big dudes whoop. Well, when, you're, when mm-hmm. you're skinny, you also don't have the muscle mass to throw yourself up. You have the advantage of being lighter no, they're skinny, and having less person to but throw. But they have that, like, Bruce Lee muscle, the shredded yeah. skinny dudes. Whoop. Mm-hmm. That's but crazy. That's that fast twitch, I think. I think it's throwing an explosive amount of force into something very quickly and then allowing your body to just go. Yeah. I think you need, you need a mix of everything. You need fast twitch. Like, I guess... The boxing would be the fast twitch for me, but like when when I'm doing fast, like when I'm trying to throw fast, yeah, and like kicks and stuff too. They're just combat sport training. And then I wanted to make fast, a, uh... but all my weight stuff except for the the calves is is I haven't been doing twitch. It's all been slow. I I probably I I need to switch it up. It's been about three months. What I like to do. As I'll have a routine for like three months, mm-hmm. and then I switch it, and then I switch it. Like soon is the running's coming up, and I'm gonna be doing running, trails and stuff, and I'll, that's gonna take up most of the time from the gym, instead of being at the gym for like three out, two hours, not three. I'm not a crazy person. I used to do like three hours, but I want to start doing the, uh, like the drills they do for football and stuff like that with the ladder, rope ladders. On the ground, probably you know, more nimbleness and stuff for sure. But I want to kit myself up head to toe with as many, you know, like wrist weights, and then I want to buy another pair of wrist Are you weights. Doing piccolo training, and maybe yeah, maybe adding uh, an extension to the strap so I could strap it around my just above my joints here. So I got pull from my shoulders, pull from my elbows down, and then a vest. And then the same thing, oh, one big one strapped around my thigh and, and figure out a way to wrap it up into my belt so it's not yanking down all the time. And then the regular ankle weights. Yeah. And I've been very, very strongly considering getting a uh, air restriction mask to allow myself to get more out of my cardio because I know I don't do enough. I know you, you have really bad allergy problems, but try just only breathing through your nose like a full workout yeah those don't if you have to tape your mouth (laughs) yeah but like it it helps a lot it helps a lot 
Just just breathing through your nose. And then eventually you're gonna be like like taking huge breaths through your nose and, and like it, it it helps, but I think those mouthpieces and stuff restrict it a bit more. And I don't I don't know I think And I've seen ones where you could ratchet it working, and change yeah. the amount of air flow you're letting in. So you could basically essentially change the altitude. I think um using that on and off. Like having not a week, but like two days of the week, I'll use the restrictor mask, and then the rest is just regular. Because th- there was something like... Or just use the restriction for your cardio, I and then when you're doing muscle workouts... I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not like... Uh, I don't. I didn't go to school for this. I, I was just... Neither of us. I've been yeah. working out for a very long time. It's just... What do you call it? Uh, part of trial life. and error. Yeah, trial, trial right. and error. Some things work, some things don't. You go to something new. Take everything everybody says with a grain of salt, including us. Yeah. Try it for yourself. If You know, do everything s- slow with moderation and fucking you'll figure out what's best for you. The, the best thing about just working out in general is form. If you got good form and you're doing Olympic weights or Olympic weightlifting, not that I would do too much of it myself. Yeah, I know you like to do a lot of that. Yeah. But if you do... They just have proper form, and you'll you'll get results. If you're doing running, like even with running, there's proper form with running. If you're doing bike, there's proper form. Proper form on everything, and you'll you'll avoid those injuries. You'll avoid, like, petering out too quickly. Yeah, but that's always been my our mentality is like, and that's why I've gravitated towards you as a friend so strongly was um this whole. Like nobody's, nobody's incapable of anything. Like yeah. unless you have a permanent like 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 a fucking crippled person can't sprint. Like that is that is black and white. But like nobody, you know, it's oh I can't be a rock climber. I just do this thing. Dude, I can't. You just have to do it. Do it. You don't know <laughs> if you if you can't. You might not be able to like, even if it's like. Say you're you're the worst rock climber in the world. But you like doing it, and you're doing proper form and stuff, but you're just still terrible. As long as you like doing it, you're getting something. But if you don't like doing it, and you're messing yourself up, you're like, switch to something else. Yeah. And you can do whatever. That- or a lot of people try something, and they don't give themselves a long enough period to learn it. So they're frustrated with themselves. They might not necessarily be messing themselves up, but they might be bad at it just because they just started. Just like, uh, like losing weight. Everybody wants to, like, oh, I've been working out for, like... A week and I haven't lost a pound. Like, yeah, that that's gonna happen. That's the that happens sometimes. Your body's adjusting to what you're doing. It hasn't even started kicking into gear yet. Mm-hmm. If you, it's like you know, jumping on a bike and pushing the pedal a quarter of a turn, and if you're not going full speed, you just get off the bike. Yeah, like oh, this doesn't work. <laughs> no, you gotta keep pedaling, and then yeah. you go faster and faster. You gotta put the work into it for it to 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 start working. Especially and like with eating too, not just working out with your like actual diet. It takes a while before your body gets used to a diet. Yeah. And then you start shedding pounds or you start seeing results. You just got to be on it. Everything is super... Or the other roadblock is uh, people just assuming that they can't teach themselves. Yeah. And that, like, they can't find... Oh, I don't, I don't know if I'm... Uh, I trust this source, so I don't know if I should you know, uh, be self-taught from this source or that source. What's right if I don't know anything? Yeah. What I do, and maybe what you do, I think what you do too, yeah, go for it. is uh, I look at, I research. I'll look at 
since you have Google now, so you have the entire, not the entirety, but you have a massive amount of information, good and bad, like just at your disposal. And so it's go great. and do your research. Don't look at one one dude like this is how to do proper squats i'm just looking at that one dude like look at four or five people and Dozens. look at their at their technique read about it like don't just try to get right into it because then you might set yourself up to mess up or you might mm-hmm. be practicing bad habits and then that they'll just get worse practicing the same bad habits over again and that's why i like i don't know that's why after all this time and all of like the journey the fitness journey we've been on I finally don't feel like I'm looking for something new to do. Like, I've settled into kind of what I want to do. I want to do functional strength and, um, you know, fat, like just overall general fitness. Yeah. I just want to be healthy. I want to be that old guy who's still... Yeah, I don't want to be the... The, the 50-year-old guy, because it happens, who's stuck in a chair, white hair friggin' like yeah dying in a chair I don't I don't want I don't want that some people want that I don't know why I don't want to be so exhausted <laughs> from just doing my job or I just don't from have not enough even. energy to do anything else or just from like from from getting up not not saying like what do I mean just from like um doing like soft the, exertion going up menial, and downstairs yeah going up downstairs and you're dying or like uh, for some people they're walking the dog around the house or the block and they're like oh man I'm dead my legs are tired I unless you got like a monster dog like the size of a pony and he's just pulling you then good work that's a good workout yeah do (laughs) but no it's consistency consistency and then just looking up as much as you can being knowledgeable. And once you start doing something, you you make achievements. And then once you start making achievements, you get serotonin, dopamine, and all sorts of positive chemicals released in your brain telling you you're doing good things. And then you get addicted to it. And then it stops becoming something you have to schedule and it starts becoming something you need to do. Yeah. Especially, like, for that, for me, it was running. I know oh, a lot yeah. of runners feel the same thing. If you don't run... Like, right now, I'm not on a, on a run schedule. But once I started getting on a run schedule, if I don't run that day, I'm like, I'm dead that day. I look like a zombie. Like, I'm just, oh. Because your brain's not releasing the chemicals. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, I shouldn't have to do that until I run. Yeah. (laughs) We're not running. We're going to reserve everything. But yeah, that's fitness in a nutshell. Fitness Monday. Fitness Monday. Anything else you want to add to the conversation? It's been an hour. A little bit over an hour? No. No, not at all. You guys get nothing. Get out of here. <laughs> all right, check us out on YouTube, the Acid Blood Network. Oh, yeah. Just put or, Acid Blood into the title or one of our names. I'm Roland. That's Chris. I'm the musician. He's the artist. I mean, we both kind of do art. We're far stuff. Far, yeah, what he said. <laughs> uh, check me out on Twitter, RV86. Check me out on still no social media accounts. And check me out on Twitch, RV86, anything. It's RV86002. That's my usual handle on stuff. I'll get there, guys. I promise. <laughs> All right. Peace out. Till next time. <laughs>